0: Welcome to the Kimberly Wanya podcast. I'm a spiritual mindset and manifestation coach. Each episode has a piece of information to help you create your strategic future by design through modern girl manifestation principles. We use universal law with the energetic to help you create your dream life. If you're ready to shift to your next level of luxe, abundance, designer brands, all whilst being a kind, rich girl, you're in the right place. So, ready? Let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by Manifestation Monthly. I was gonna edit that because that sounds so crazy. Manifestation Monthly. Anyways, yes, it is brought to you by Manifestation Monthly, which is my membership site. It is the ultimate site for modern girls who are desiring to create their dream lives. You get all the support from monthly masterclasses, monthly meditations, monthly exclusive podcast episodes, which you cannot access anywhere else. So the doors are closing in a couple of days, girls, and this will be the last time we talk about Manifestation Monthly. So if you would love to join, if you would love, to be in the high vibe tribe for manifestation monthly and up level and just be surrounded by the highest of vibes then i welcome you to come and join us just head to the link in the show notes or head to manifestationmonthly.com today we literally have our masterclass on journaling so if you are all about oh my gosh I'm going to learn about Kimberly's secrets about journaling how she journals for success how she journals for manifestation then this month's content is especially going to be exactly what you want and the thing is you not only get access to this month's content you also get access to all the past month's content which we have created in Manifestation Monthly by the way I'm just like every time i log in myself because i log in to check everything i am just like swooning over the colors and the branding that i created and not to truth not to truth not to toot my horn or my trumpet but i put so much care so much care so much care and love into how it looks and it is just so chic so if i may say so myself it's worth just popping over just to see what the branding looks like so like i said link is in the show notes Okay girls, so welcome back to the podcast, I'm so excited, as you can tell I'm a little bit crazy, well... like let me just tell you I feel a little bit delirious because I haven't eaten for quite a while and I've just been on go 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 mode because sometimes I just love to freaking do the aligned hustle. Now if you're hearing some strange kind of noises in the background I have my housemate home today and you know I'm actually kind of like not really bothered about the extra noises because it's probably the last time that there will be some weird extra noises from my apartment because like I told you girls I am moving out of this apartment and I'm going to be traveling for the rest of 2019 in Europe, right? Which I'm super excited about because now that I have created the financial abundance that I have desired to create, I have options to be able to stay in really nice places and I'm super, super excited. So, Let's get into our episode today. Today I speak to Lindsay from Aaron R, and we talk about boundaries. We also talk about saying no, all these sort of things. And I know that I learned a thing or two about my boundaries and where I sit with everything that I believe in. And you know, if you are a boss babe and you know that you have boundaries that you want to work on, or you're just not sure about what's okay, or maybe you feel like you're being mean when you have boundaries, and this is the episode for you. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hi, girls. So welcome back to the podcast. Today, you are here with another treat from Lindsay from R&R, and we are going to talk about saying no and boundaries and really just coming back to what is in true alignment with yourself, right? Right, Lindsay? (laughs)
1: Yes. I love this topic. This is such a good one and definitely some next level stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Lindsay, you were like tapping into my energy before and we always kind of like to do these episodes where it's like, okay, like, I guess what is something that I have been through so that we can kind of break it down for the girls as well. So what do you think is really important and bound about, <laughs> and bound, about saying no and boundaries and alignment and all that jazz? Definitely. So
1: when you brought that up, when you were like, okay, is there something that you're sensing in my energy that you think would be a good fit, you know, I'm not only looking for something that you're going through or thinking about right now, but I'm looking for something that you've gone through, processed through, and are ready to really speak to and teach. And this is something that we touched on multiple times in our work together, but that I'm seeing you be extremely successful at now. And so I thought it was the perfect thing to really like circle back and now allow you to speak to not only your experience. But now that you've kind of like moved through that, what that's done for you, because as we draw boundaries, as we say no to things that don't serve us, that at one point, we might have said yes to just because we think we're supposed to, or we feel an obligation to this, you know, random pull. It's like, who am I obligated to? Am I obligated to this other person? Am I obligated to, you know, a lot of us experience FOMO, or we're like, oh, I don't want to miss out, or like, what if that's the thing I have to be at. And we make up all these stories and excuses in our head. And every time we do something that's not in alignment with our soul and our true calling, we're actually deteriorating the energy and the time and the physical capability for doing those things that are in alignment. As you and I have worked together on, you kind of have to make space a lot of times before calling in that which you really desire. And often the universe tests you. It's like, oh, let me give you a little piece of that. Let me give you one third of that. Let me give you something that might distract you and really see if you want what you want. And if you make those decisions, if you say no to things that are not in alignment, then you're making space for your true desire. Mm -hmm. You're calling that in easier. You're calling that in more gracefully, more effortlessly and at its full capacity. So it felt like a really good topic for us today.
0: Yeah, So good. And I think that there, you, you mentioned there is a sort of like first bump that you can overcome, right? A first bump where you're like saying no, and you've got your boundaries, but then there is also the next level where this comes into the game again. And you were saying to me, I think it's for you, it's like the next level. So can you speak a little bit more about this and what that means?
1: Of course. So I think boundaries is definitely, some next level shift for most people because we as women are really raised to be people pleasers, to just offer ourselves, to serve others. We're supposed to be the nurturers. We're supposed to be the caretakers. And we're brought up in this way that it's like, give, 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 like, lay yourself down for other people, become a doormat, just, you know, always say yes, always show up, always do this, always do that. And it's doing that inner work that allows you to prioritize yourself enough to say like, hey, my needs and wants are up here as well. And that's kind of like the first step of like, oh, maybe I could look at myself on the same level as all these societal things. And then the step beyond that is oh wait, why am I prioritizing societal pressures over what's good for me. And that could be like physically good for you, mentally good for you, emotionally good for you, spiritually good for you. And as we make that second transition of like self above everything else, and not to be confused with being selfish or being narcissistic or not supporting other people or losing our empathy or sympathy, but just valuing ourselves, seeing our worth, gaining self confidence, and really finding out what makes our own souls sing and focus focusing on that instead of letting the things that we feel like we should do take away from our true purpose
0: hundred percent. I agree with that because I think that it's, it's a journey. Like you said, it's something mm-hmm. that is ongoing. It's something that will, it will change. And I think that that's, there's the first part where, you know, when you first get excited to start your business and you're like, okay, I'm saying like no to things that I don't want anymore. And then when mm-hmm. you get past that, there's the next level where you're like, okay, actually there are, there are a lot more things that I can say yes. no to, whether that even is like an activity that you don't like to do anymore that you can delegate Mm -hmm. to an assistant or someone else who's helping you on your team. And I think that the more that we come into alignment with only things that align with us and only things that we enjoy, the more that we can be a magnet for what we desire, right?
1: 100%. And I know you've been working with Amanda and one of my favorite things that Amanda's um, said to me before is that just really do what you want to fucking do. And she's like, you know, really find that genius, find that flow, find that magic that is just you, that only you can do, and then don't do the other things. Mm -hmm. And if you need them for your business, like you were saying, outsource that to a VA, like let someone else support you, let someone else help you. Like if setting up Facebook ads is not your, you know thread of genius, then don't kill yourself to do that. Allow someone to support you, allow someone to help you, and then really focus on maybe the content creation, the live streams, the building of that course, the things that only you can do. And that's something that really like hit me hard when I heard her say that. I was like, okay, like every time I'm like making a to-do list, or I'm outlining the things I'm supposed to do, or I'm saying yes to like Even attending personal things like this party or this get together or like, oh, I'm really tired, but I'm supposed to go out for this thing. And it's like, I don't want to do that. And like, that is okay that I don't want to do that. And that is okay that I tell one of my friends like, hey, I'm feeling really tired. I want to sit home. I want to make dinner. I want to take a nice hot bath. And then I want to go to bed early. And like, that is equally as important as like, I want to go out and I want to see my friends. And I think there's a big difference between shying away from things that make you feel a little uncomfortable or things that are in true alignment that you need a little bit of, push towards and being really authentic with yourself and saying, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think that second level of boundaries and really developing your authenticity around that and allowing yourself to like be truthful to yourself and say like, I do, or I don't want to do that, or that is important to me, or that isn't important to me.
0: Yeah. And I think that there are some people who would be confused with that decision. Like, how do you know whether something is in alignment and whether something isn't and whether you're being a diva or if it is (laughs) aligned with you, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And sometimes being a diva is okay. Like
1: sometimes I want to stay at home and I want to do a bath with like $30 of stuff in it. And like, that's okay. Like that might be my diva moment, but like if that supports me, if that's helpful for me, if that's helping my physical body and helping my energetic body, and if doing three hours of self-care might look like a Mariah Carey moment to someone else, but if for me, that's really what I need to like allow myself to show up fully at the thing I need to do the next day for work or really be there for a friend of mine who needs me. like mm-hmm. I know we've mentioned previously in our sessions that like when I keep myself at a full cup, at 100%, then when I'm needed by clients, by my friends, by my family, I'm able to show up fully and I don't have to hold myself back from giving to them because I'm like, oh, I have to like squirrel away some of my energy or some of my this or some of my that. Because I've done the work ahead of time and I've followed my intuition and I've honored my boundaries, I'm at 100%. I'm at a full cup. So I'm ready to like, do a lot, work with other people, support other people, give to other people. And sometimes that's just taking on for them, holding space for them, allowing them that sacred container
0: to really like unload. Mm, 100%. And actually, I want to bring in this like thought that I've heard. I can't remember who said it, but it was someone talking about that diva concept the thing where, oh, you know, if you can only drink one certain type of water and blah, 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 then you're a diva. And if you mm-hmm. like, I I know that there's been some celebrities that have fallen into this, like this trap, not a trap, but like a, like a category and label. yeah, like a label. And then someone was saying that, you know what, like we all think they're being divas, but they simply just have very strong boundaries. And if they actually have these things, like they want a picture frame of the queen in there, or like just something so random, if that helps them get into flow and alignment, then they've got every reason to ask for that. Like, why shouldn't they? And uh-huh. it suddenly started to come around in my head. Like, when I was training with Gabby Bernstein, even with her, mm-hmm. she was. Would have these I guess what people would call diva moments but not really because I knew from deep down she wasn't and most of us didn't think she was but she would sometimes you know to the side be like oh sorry I don't mean to be a diva but and she would say look I can't like I can't have people with perfume in on here because I'm just allergic to it or she was like asking for a piece of gum and then everyone was offering it to her and she was like oh I can't have sh- the, the fake sugar like I can't have xylitol and everything I don't think she was being a diva at all I think she was being in true alignment with herself and simply speaking up for what she believed she could have. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. Do you agree?
1: I completely agree. I think there's a difference between things that negatively affect other people and things that are just in true alignment for ourselves. I am that individual who like drinks specific water. Like I'm my own water to work. And like a lot of people look at that as like, oh, you can't, you're too good for the water here. And I'm just like, this is something that's important to me and something that I make a priority for myself. Like something that might be a priority for you is like one of my coworkers has this crazy mouse. And I'm like, okay, that's a priority for you. That's something that's super important to you. My water is super important to me. I'm currently cooking a baby. So (laughs) amniotic fluid is extremely important. So like the water I'm putting into my body, I'm very specific about it. I distill my own water at home. I remineralize it and I carry that to work because I don't know how the filter is at work and like, I'm not sure. So I bring my own with me and like, I could definitely see how that might be construed as a diva moment, but it's in true alignment for me. And I think I'm not doing that in a negative effect to anyone else. I'm not taking away from anyone else. I'm not hindering anyone else. So, like, I'm totally fine with divaing it up if someone yeah. thinks that, because that for me is just true alignment
0: hmm yeah 100 percent. and i think that that is something that i had to overcome like the thought that oh i'm being a diva if i only drink my own water or i'm a, I'm being a diva if i have to ask Bine to leave the room right when i'm doing a live because i had to do mm. that the other day i was like no i just need full concentration and i need this to be my own energy right now so could you please leave and he's like oh, yeah. all the time i'm like troy
1: you gotta go like you gotta go right now and like I need you to like get up and go right now Mm. I'm like I to close the door. And then I need Mm -hmm. you to not play this super loud. And like, I need to handle the dog when he barks because he wants to come in here with me. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm doing this work. And like, it's not just, oh, I'm, you know, filling out this report or, oh, I'm just typing this thing up. Like I'm giving my energy to someone else. I'm giving my attention to someone else. I'm giving my presence to someone else. And like things like being able to hear his basketball game or watching the dog scratch at the door, those things distract me from being in my full presence, deeply embodied and holding that sacred container for someone else. So like, I am very particular about those things. It's also something that I was very, very open with him about when he signed up for it. Like when we first started dating, I told him, I was like, I am a lot. I am worth (laughs) it, but I am a lot. And like, I'm okay with that. Like the people that I'm too much for, I am more than comfortable with the fact that I'm too much for some people because I am a lot and I'm worthy of a lot. And I give a lot. Like what my partners get from being in a relationship with me is a lot, but it also means that like, I do ask for a lot of them. Like my partner, Katie is constantly giving to me energetically and emotionally and spiritually. Like sometimes people see the work we do together and they're like, isn't that exhausting to like have a relationship? Like so much of your relationship is like up leveling and shifting and supporting and constantly coaching each other basically. And like, that is huge for me. Like, that's something that's very important to me that like in my most intimate relationships, like I'm getting constant support and up level and like all of this great work. Whereas that might be a diva moment to someone else. It's all interpretation. It's all based off of like who you are and what's important to you and what you prioritize and what you desire.
0: Totally. And I think that just to go on a little bit of a tangent, I think that having boundaries and having like the ability to say no, even to your partners, like has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with you not being a match for them. Right. I think that there are some people who could make that confusion that, Oh, like if you have to tell your partner to leave that they're not for you anymore, or like you butt heads like, Oh, if you're really soulmates, shouldn't their energy not mean anything in the room? Like, right. Like those, those sort of thoughts. And I used to have that thought like, oh you know he's my soulmate he should be able to be in the room and me just do my life like I was thinking of all these other really strong boss babes out there who do that with their soulmates in the room and I was like oh I have to be like them and I was comparing and it's not about that it's just knowing that your boundaries are going to be different to other people's and there's no Mm -hmm. one way about it right
1: Yep. And it's honoring what it is that you need. And that might shift. Like one of the times it might be nice to have him there. And another time you might be like, I really need to like drop in and focus. Like there are some times where I want to do like deep work with my partner, Troy. And then there are other times where I'm like, I just, I need my energetic space. Like him and I will do raw pay together. And I love that experience where like, we're both opening our third eyes and like, that's amazing. But then sometimes, especially when I'm like going through deep work on my own. I'm like, you can hold space for me. Like you can be here and support me, but like, I would like to do this on my own. I would like to journey in this way on my own. Like, you can be here to support me, like that would be great. Or you can, you know, go do something that really entertains you if you're not open to that. And just like giving him those options, like drawing the boundary that I need and then respecting what he needs. If he's not ready to hold space for me, maybe he does just want to go watch TV or make some food or go to the gym. Mm,
0: Yes, and just knowing that you don't need to do everything together. Like it's okay to do things That's one of my favorite things
1: about both of my partners is really like we have very good boundaries with each other. We have very strong trust and like my girlfriend actually lives in a different state. Like she lives in San Diego and Troy and I are in Chicago. And so like just cultivating a relationship that is for her. Like I love her for her and Mm -hmm. like she is truly just like doing what it is that her soul is called to and I am doing what my soul is called to and we're just constantly supporting each other and elevating each other and lifting each other in different ways. But like having two very separate lives and being able to come together and flex back and forth between those two things is really beautiful. And it, it does take a lot of work and a lot of intention.
0: Yeah, totally. Okay, awesome. So for the girls who are also wondering, okay, so I get the whole boundary thing. I get the whole like saying no thing. But how can Mm. I do it? Like say that they don't want to offend someone or they don't want to offend like a friend. Then how can how do you think they can go about things?
1: Um, I always just put stuff onto myself, and I'm really authentic with it. So instead of like oh, I don't want to go to that party or I don't want to do that or I don't have time for that because I think that's a very, um, it has a negative connotation to it when you say I don't have time. It's like we we have time for the things we decide we have time for. So I try never to put it in that way, like to friends or to you know, commitments that I'm unable to honor or things that I can't say yes to, but I'm like for myself i need to do this or like for my own energy i need to do this or like you know my body is really asking me to relax or to take some time or you know unfortunately i'm just i'm in such a need of a nap that i really need to honor this and i just kind of like bring it all back to like what's best for me mentally physically and spiritually and it's really hard to like come back at someone and say like oh i want you to do what's not right for you <laughs> so putting it in that way and allowing it to be on me and of course never never putting negativity on someone so like even if there is like a, a potentially a negative reason like there are definitely situations where like friends of friends who I don't get along with super well and I'm like I really don't want to put myself in that position I will still say like, for me, like this is the best decision. Like I need to honor the space that I need or I need to honor what it is that I need to do. Or like, unfortunately I'm just, I'm unable to do that instead of like, I hate your friend. I'm not coming.
0: Mm, Right. But
1: that's definitely take wisdom. It's taken wisdom years to get to that point of finessing those things. So it feels in alignment when you do say no, because it's not necessarily just the not doing of the thing, but of putting that healthy boundary up in a positive, healthy way.
0: Yes, exactly. and not like blaming or, or bringing that negative negativity in that. And I think another way that you can go about it as well is when you're drawing the boundaries and when you are saying no is to go into that situation knowing that there's going to be a happy ending. like there's always a happy ending, there's nothing that's mm-hmm. going to be disrupted and anything like that because when you when you go in that way, it's not like you're attacking. it's more you're just laying down your cards and you're just being honest with what you believe you need. That's what Mm -hmm. I think it's also important.
1: Yeah, and I do a lot of setting intention for conversation. So like if I'm preparing, say there's something that one of my friends really wants me to go to and I'm just like unable to accommodate set the intention and like take a few moments to like energetically get myself in that place and be like I'm doing like making sure that I'm making this choice for my highest and greatest good so that I'm only saying yes or saying no in my highest vibration and then when I'm delivering that message I set intention for that conversation may they hear me clearly may they understand me may they respect my boundaries may they know that I love and support them and may it come into this communication open and honest and available and very clear and very forthcoming and may we leave this conversation with our beautiful relationship and our deep understanding and respect for one another.
0: Yeah. So good. I wanna and that move, really helps. Yeah. I want to move into some examples of boundaries that the girls I think may know or may not even know. Because I think that mm-hmm. when if I hear something about this, it is kind of like vague. It's a little bit like yeah, a little ambiguous right? It's like, okay, Mm. an example that I have is I went to a hotel the other day just because it was hot and I didn't know what I could ask for like because they're like any special requests and I don't even know what the special requests that were possible were and then I googled it and people like you can ask to stay later and like check out later and they can do Mm. that for free and, and stuff like that. Like I think it's It'd be cool for us to just exemplify, (laughs) exemplify rather, um, what kind of boundaries you can draw and what's okay. And ultimately, of course, anything is all right as long as it comes from a space of love. But what are boundaries you love for yourself, Lindsay? Lindsay? Personally,
1: I do a lot around, um, well, before I was pregnant, around my cycle. So during my period, I am I go in very deeply. I don't do a lot of like getting together in big groups. I typically don't um, schedule like speaking engagements or hosting of events or those types of things. Um, sometimes I will even shift my client calls so that they're around those days so that it's not on like the first or second day of my cycle because my cycle really asks me to like focus on my physical body, on me energetically. And so I want to be like making really nourishing food, staying very warm, taking warm baths, like doing a lot of meditation, sitting with my crystals, maybe doing mantra work or energy work on myself. So that's a really strong boundary that I really appreciate. Um, A boundary that has taken me many, many years to get good at is I have um, very strong boundaries with my family. Now I've dealt with a lot of trauma and drama. with both my immediate and extended family. And so now I'm like unavailable to spend time with certain people in certain ways. And like, I feel very good about saying that and putting that boundary up or I'm only available to share certain things or at certain times because I've cultivated this really positive life for myself in this really high vibrational space. And people who come in and want to only address fear and only address like negativity and low vibration and take, 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 I'm not available for that all the time, so there's a specific container a specific space, a specific availability that I have for that, but I don't allow it to permeate into you know my intention and my
0: wholeness and mm. my life. How about yeah. you? I would say that for me, I like to draw boundaries, I guess. Well, there are the typical ones, like not checking my phone in the morning. And I've been actually pretty bad with that maybe for the last two weeks. I've just been because I mm-hmm. have to turn on the, the Wi-Fi if I want to listen to music, right, just while I'm journaling. And then that's when like I get notifications. And mm-hmm. so I try to turn those off, of course. Um, but I think that boundaries that I do draw are you know, when you've read a message and you haven't responded and you feel bad and you're like, Oh shit, I need to respond now. Like being okay with the fact that they can see your little DP there, like sitting there and you've read it, but knowing that they are going to know you're going to respond in the right time. I think that's mm-hmm. a big boundary that I've kind of like been okay with. Right. Yeah. Um, Maybe another one would be also that it's okay to say, yeah, it's okay to say no when it just, just doesn't feel good. Like um, mm-hmm. even if it's like meeting up with friends, like you said, or going out for coffee and there's people who have reached out to me from, you know, old friendships and stuff and they're like, oh, hey, let's catch up and stuff. And sometimes it doesn't feel aligned anymore because it it's, it's reached a tipping point where it's no longer it no longer feels good to meet up with them. And I think that it's not that you're being mean with to that person or anything, it's just mm. that you've got those boundaries like we, we've been talking about. Um, and then maybe some other ones would just be like, I'm just trying to think, but possibly even also, yeah, the big boundary of just like asking for what I want and being unapologetic about it. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I didn't see this one time and and like all the girls are going to probably like find this interesting. At least I did. But when I was staying at that hotel, I was in the hotel room and this lady knocks on the door. She's one of the people who look after the rooms. Um, and I basically, she's, she's like, hey, do you need room service? And I was like, oh, no, it's okay. And I was just working on my bed, right? Just working with the laptop and everything. And then I went back to my bed and I was like, I kind of really want her to make the bed because I'm staying in this hotel. I want to be looked after. I feel like I want to feel like I'm in that next level. And so part of me was like, go back out there and ask her if she can make the bed. And part of me was like, no, I'm like, that's what a diva would do. Anyway, I that was me overriding myself. So I realized and recognized that went back outside and I said, "Hey, is it okay if you actually made the bed?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And she came back in, and it had I had the weirdest feeling because I'm just sitting at the window like on my computer and she's just like cleaning the place and doing that sort of stuff, but it felt really, really good and it felt really empowering and it didn't feel like I was asking too much. And I feel like a lot of us, especially as females, hold ourselves back with asking for what we want mm-hmm. and I think that was a really good exercise for me to practice that so yeah that's a story I wanted to share as mm-hmm. well
1: that's awesome. And like asking in a way that feels good, that like we're not being rude, we're not being mean, we're not saying this in a poor way. We're saying, you know, please, we're saying thank you, we're like acknowledging, we're like mm. expressing gratitude, but like showing up for what it is that we desire. Like, yes, you have clean sheets. I don't have access to that. Like, I would love for you to remake that bed so that I can, you know, have nice clean sheets for the next day. I can feel into the abundance of like being at a hotel instead of just being at a home and like, I think that's a great exercise.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So good. Okay, Lindsay. So is there any last little information bits or like hit home kind of messages that you want to say to the girls regarding saying no and boundaries?
1: Um, I think it's really important to kind of take that moment and really like feel into your physical body and like connect with your own energy when you're being asked to do something um, in a work sense, like when you're looking to sign a client or when someone's asking for your time, your energy, your money, your investment, all these types of things, like taking that moment to come back into self and not just be present with that other person. But like, what do I want? What do I feel? What do I think? What do I believe? And what feels right for me? Like, is this in alignment and taking those few moments to ask yourself that question will really, I believe, change a lot of times the boundary that we draw, where we put it, how we put it, how we say it. And just like you said, holding it through love of like, I'm making these decisions for my highest and greatest good. The way that I'm expressing myself, expressing them to other people is always through love, through gratitude, through intention.
0: So good. Thank you so much, Lindsay. So where can the girls find you and connect with you?
1: Um, Instagram and Facebook are definitely two of my great platforms. So at O-U-R-A-N-D-A-R-E, so just at Our and R. And then my website is OurandR.com. So you guys can pop over there and take a look at my services, my About Me section, learn a little bit more about my brand, who I am, testimonials for my work, and how to join me if you're interested in spiritual wellness and mindset coaching. I'd love to
0: hear from you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lindsay.
1: Thank you.
0: Okay, girls I hope you loved this episode with myself and Lindsay talking about boundaries, talking about saying no and I hope that you took away some tidbits that you'll be able to start implementing and make action on get excited for some really exciting things that are coming up in KW next week, let me tell you that there is going to be this amazing 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 new very exciting offer coming out so definitely stay tuned on the podcast to hear more or if you want to actually stay on the Pulse of things, the place where you can hear about things the quickest and the fastest is on Instagram. I literally update you girls every single day of what's happening, what's available, what sort of energy, tips, whatever daily manifestation tips are hanging around in the headquarters of KW. So just head over to her at Kimberly when you're on Instagram and come and follow me if you feel called, if you want some of that extra energy on your Insta feed or whatever. And I would love to speak to you. So you can send me a direct message as well if you'd like. Anyways, I have dance class now. Like I I have dance class. It feels so weird to say that because I've always wanted to be able to dance. But before I leave, I would love to remind you girls that Manifestation Monthly Enrollment closes in a couple of days. So if you have been feeling cold and you're like, yes, like I really desire to up level, it is a super affordable membership that you can join where every single month you get very, like a lot of content from me. So if you desire to be in that space and just be connected to KW vibes, connected to Manifestation vibes, connected to Modern Girl Success vibes, then that is the place for you. Just head to Manifestation StationMonthly.com. Okay, girls, I'm going to leave you and love you. Hope you loved this episode and I will speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me an iTunes review. For more high vibes, daily manifestation tips and manifestation secrets, come and join me on Instagram at Kimberly Wenya. Big love, Kimberly.